welcome to the Empty Space Podcast, where today we race boxes in a car. Or we car race with box... Uh, uh, box car racer. Alright. Oh, and I'm gonna do this. Because I don't know when we're gonna start, but... It's gonna, be, it's gonna be natural. Natural. I'm fucking ready, bro. <laughs> I'm so fucking gassed up right now. Why? I don't know. I'm just happy that you're my good old friend, dude. I'm just fucking re- I'm ready to fucking go, dude. I'm like, I'm just so excited. The adrenaline's there. It's probably mostly caffeine. Caffeine. Um, <laughs> caffeine. <laughs> it's, po- it's possibly my name with the caffeine mix. Uh, uh, totally could be. Dude, you're looking awfully sexy today. I gotta say, that beard wow. is just looking at me and it's saying, Steve, come here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so proud. I'm gonna, dude. I'm gonna gas you up because you're just my cute little friend. <laughs> <laughs> wow! Thank you. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, you tell exciting. Tori. You tell her right now. You say, "Bet, get out of the house. <laughs> you get out of here right now." <sighs> I um, I've been watching Shit's Creek. Have you ever seen that dude. show, dude? Oh my god! Uh, yes, upset. This shows a ru- so. When they're watching their friend's baby and the and the mother there, and she's like, <laughs> yeah. "What's wrong with the bebe?" <laughs> yeah, dude. Hey, Maureen's the best. Okay. You realize the bebe is crying. Yeah, the bebe, the bebe, and then you got Alexis, who's fucking. Oh yeah. <laughs> like totally oh my not my style. Ew, David. <laughs> ew, David. Ew. <laughs> dude, I have a shirt that says "Ew, David" on it. David. Oh, that's right. That's what that's from. Yeah. Yeah. Ew, David. Ew, David. Oh yeah, dude. That's such a fucking good show, bro. I saw um at Newberry Comics the other day. I saw um they have a Rose Apothecary uh, (laughs) (laughs) T-shirt. Oh fuck, that's a great, great show. Yeah, I I wish. I'm glad it ended, but it's like it ended on a high. It was a really good show. I can't wait to see it. Yeah, you got a lot. It's like, I'm jealous because it's like when you find that show. How many seasons are you in right now? Five. Okay. Yeah, okay. So is there a lot left? I don't Uh, even know. I honestly don't remember how many seasons there are. I think there was like seven, maybe eight. But it ended on, they ended on a high. But I'm just, I'm jealous because. That show is so good, man. You're you're like at the point where you're like still watching it. And I would have to rewatch it. It's not as fun as like the initial finding a show. Some of like the way they like deliver like the whole like like some of the what the fucks. Yeah, dude. Yeah, <laughs> so that funny. Whole show. Oh. Dude, I'm so gassed up for this. Are you ready for this epi, bro? I fucking am. Are you ready for this epi? This epi's gonna be epic. Mm-hmm. The epic epi of epic episodes. So okay. episode twenty nine. It's of- a big one. Yes, the Empty Space Podcast. This is a big one. We have a sick interview um, with our friend uh, Parker Cannon from the story so far. This is not a drill. Um, Like, I don't know how we managed to do this, but we fucking did it. Basically, we're bosses, and he's just like our best friend now. Yeah, so let's let's get him. All right, let's go. Just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> gotcha, you know, bitch. <laughs> we should have we should have played out the interview uh intro music and then like had a clip of parker cannon being like hey what's up guys <laughs> yeah that would have been a fucking riot <laughs> fuck you we got you it one day it will happen yeah one someday day, the empty space podcast will bring in the legend 
himself. Parker he's, he's our white whale. Yeah. Yeah. But no, today is going to be an incredible episode. Today we're doing the band, the one and only Boxcar Racer. Holy fuck. This oh, is shit. huge. This is one of our favorites. Big, big, big impact on pop punk. I mean, all around Tom DeLong side project from Blink. I mean, we're going to get in deep with this. This is going to be really fun. I love yeah. Boxcar Racer. Everybody Hell loves yeah. Boxcar Racer. Yeah, man. This is going to be fucking sick. Um, in my opinion, better than Plus 44. Agreed. Um, why, but why do you think that? Not in, like, I know, like, all right, yeah, I don't know. Why do you think that? Because it just, um, it showed growth. Mm-hmm. Um, and you could see where self-titled came from, mm-hmm. from this record. Um and I don't know. I'm not the biggest uh, Mark Hoppus fan, so yeah, that's true. That's I don't. Yeah. I just did, I wasn't as into Plus Forty Four as I was this Boxcar Racer album. Um, I thought Tom killed it with this. Um, it was just awesome. Yeah. So I I agree with you with that, and I and I was a huge Plus Forty Four fan. I had the shirts. I had everything. I remember when the music video came out, and like I really loved Plus Forty Four. But again. Like you said, Tom really took this band, Boxcar Racer, which is really just a side project, and was like, just made it into something different. And it wasn't the same bullshit for progressive chords. It wasn't like Blink-182 side project. This was like, and I think that's what made Boxcar Boxcar Racer so big, is because this was out of the zone. It was different. Yeah, and it was was better than Blink-182. I shouldn't say it. It was a different Blink-182. And it wasn't it wasn't Blink One Eighty Two. Excuse me. Mm-mm. It wasn't Blink One Eighty Two, and it wasn't Angel in the Airways. It was a completely different style of music, and but, I think that's why Boxcar Racer took off. But you can see where both came from. You can see where Self Title came from from this, and you can see where Angels and Airways came from yep. from this record. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it's just it's just um so much like. It, it's it i don't think it really at the time i think it was ahead of its time if that makes sense yeah no it definitely like, was i think plus 44 was bigger at the time yeah than boxcar and their album was bigger than but like in today like the way it's looked at today it's like one of the best pop punk albums ever oh yeah hands down dude like it's it's like and it's like a hidden gem too mm-hmm. like you know you mentioned boxcar racer and people are like oh yeah i definitely know like there is and i feel so yes but like if you go into like the deep cuts like it's just so like it's just such an awesome fucking awesome fucking album yeah the doors like Bye. open up with this but yeah it's yeah man i dude like, like we've talked on the phone we talked before a million times we're talking now Plus 44 was good. I have, for me, I really liked Plus 44, but again, it was more of like the same songs over and over. I mean, it did get it more. It sounded high. like a, it was basically just an extra Blink album. Yeah, it was. what like, it was. Exactly. Not that there's anything wrong with that. I, I didn't like hate it, but I no. didn't, I was like, eh. But um, that's why I liked Boxcar so much is because it was like, this is different. This is clearly what Tom wanted to do. 100%. Now, a little background on this um, for people who don't know. So, like, basically what happened was Toy Padge came out, which is Take Off Your Pants and Jacket from Blink-182, okay? And then 
what was happening during the recording of Take Off Your Pants and Jacket was Tom and Mark, even Travis, the three of them were having differences. Their heads were budding. This is their like one of the biggest albums they ever dropped. They've already dropped two huge albums before this. They, this was the peak of their um, mm-hmm. their band, uh, Take Off Your Pants and Jacket. Now, the animosity was in the air. Mark and Tom were getting along. So when the in in even i was actually doing a lot of research and tom was saying how like he was just depressed kind of writing take off your pants and jacket like literally half the time writing take off your pants and jacket tom was like not having a good time so well there's some heavy songs on that too yeah like uh uh stay together for the kids yep is on that and that's a pretty depressing song to write yep um i'm trying to think what else is on that record that's there's so many to digest, dude. That record yeah. was such a big record involved with, like, lyrically, talently. The hype was real. Like, Enema of the State, they had to put something out that was even better or at least up to par. Or they were going to be kind so of like one-hit wonder, you know, album. And and they came out, and they did a performance that was incredible with that yeah. album. But oh, yeah. Tom basically was like, screw this. I'm going to go make a side project. Um, but it has nothing to do with me leaving the band, against the band. I just want to, again make music that's different because i'm not 15 anymore so he wanted to experiment now tom was saying i just want to make something quick i don't want to put a lot of time into it i just want to want to get like the monkey off my shoulder of all these things so he said all right if i can make this quick i need the best drummer that's travis and the reason he grabbed travis was so that he could get it done fast instead of getting in this new guy learning each other's methods so him and him and travis made it then anthony celestino who was the bass player, who's also a tattoo artist, joined and he was in it. And then Dave Kennedy, um, who was in like a hardcore band, came in. Mm-hmm. And so the four of them kind of banged out this album in like two months. And yep. two months, they came out with one of the craziest fucking pop punk post-hardcore albums. And one of the biggest inspirations for this album was uh, bands like Fugazi, uh, Jawbox, and Quicksand. And um, yeah, yep. I just wanted to get a basis of how this band was formed. Yeah, it's fucking crazy. Um, but yeah, and then um, as far as why people, this is something else I just found out today. But as far as why, do you know why they ended Boxcar Racer, Batchy? I don't. Oh, so I read today. I didn't know either. So I was just doing research for the pod, and and quote for quote, Tom DeLong said it served its purpose. That was it. he just that was it. It served its purpose. That's all it was there for. I think that that's kind of like the same reason when we talked about MCR why they broke up. They were just like, we did everything. <laughs> like, yeah. You know, they were like, yeah, we're good. Like, well, it goes back to the TV shows, what we started with, which is like, you either can do like six really good seasons and then mm-hmm. get to 10 and you're like, this show is shit. Or you can just call it quits at the six and be like, we are at the peak. This is fine. Let's, we're done. It served its purpose. And I think that was the best. Because what if Boxcar Racer kept going, dude? Then you don't have self-titled. Then you don't have AVA potentially, you know? Yeah, I so, feel like it would have turned into AVA. Yeah, for but, sure. Like you can hear it, but maybe not with Travis because I think Travis no. has that desire to play like pop, legit pop punk. Yeah. Um, not that AVA. I don't know if I would like AVA is like. I don't know. It's stereotypical like pop punk band, but. Um. Yeah, I don't know. It would have been interesting to see. I would have liked another album, but I Dude, get it. Well, can with that being said, they confirmed that there's going to be a Boxcar Racer song coming out, at least a single. 
Oh, so Travis is back with Tom, huh? So, yeah. So Travis leaked on an interview on a podcast about it. And then when Tom went on a podcast, maybe three months ago or something, Tom mm. announced that because the interviewer brought it up, like, hey, Travis hinted at something. And then Tom was like, yeah, the cat's out of the bag. Like, yeah, there's a single that's going to be coming for Boxcar Racer. I'm not saying anything more. So we're. Yeah, when? In like six years when fucking. Dude, I'm, I don't know. I'm wait. thinking this year, bro. I, I have waiting, optimism. I've been waiting how long for this Angels and Airways record that supposedly <laughs> has been done since last May. <laughs> Like, this is true, dude. This is we keep getting. What do we have? Two singles now from the um. I think album? three. Three now. Okay. Three or four, yeah. Well, Brachy, uh, I well, want to ask you something. Bef- hold, okay, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. Sorry. I was gonna say before we really dive into this, write down your question first so you don't forget it. I got it. I got it. Okay. Um, speaking of singles. Yes. We had a couple big ones that dropped. Oh, you want to do that now? Uh, no, you know what? We'll do it at the end. Fuck All it. Right. Go ahead. All right. Um, okay. So my question for you is, mm. you brought up a really good point. Now, you mentioned mm. it already, and you texted me this too. I kind of want you to elaborate and kind of just talk about it because, like, it's such a good point. Like, you said, I can hear so much in, of um, self-titled Blink-182's yes. album, and it really didn't click with me until you said that, and I listened to it again. And then listening to Boxcar Racer and Enema State – I mean, sorry, wow. Listening to Boxer Eraser and self-titled, I was like, damn. So, like, why and what, what clicked for you that made that? Because that was really good. I didn't, I didn't think of that. Um, just, like, instrumentally, it really, like, just the way the drums are layered in there and the way that it, like, has, like, the guitars, like, kind of building up, like, being faded in and out. And then, like, the drums have, like, that weird effect on them. Um, there's, like, a lot of, like, there's a lot of, like, instrumental intros like there is in oh. self-titled dude that's um, a good point bro yeah, that's such there's a, good a lot point. of like and then like tom's vocals uh they have like uh, it's a it, it, i think it's an effect that they have on them like mm-hmm. some songs he has like this effect on his voice like almost like the um i don't know if it's in feeling this but it's like almost like an echo on his voice that they put on it yeah and you hear a lot of that on the self-titled record and I'm like listening to it and I'm like, this, like, if this was the self-titled record, like with like, if you put that box car racer album, right. And maybe you took off like cat, like thief and my first punk song. Mm-hmm. And I was going to say, yep. And maybe the instrumental at the mm-hmm. end and you put on, I miss you feeling this and why am i blanking on the other big one from that record down oh down down or always down or always okay um you could pick one of those two and you put that on this record and make that the the blink self-titled record like woof i couldn't agree anymore dude honestly because like (laughs) you said that and then you saying how about like taking parts of the uh boxer racer song and putting it into self-titled bro Mm -hmm. yeah Literally, and you take out that you know punk song and all that stuff, cat like thief, like yeah. And honestly, I can even see the um the ending song, the instrumental, just because mm. like you have the interlude in self titled, which is yeah similar to that. But yeah, dude, I couldn't believe when you said that comparison because my brain never kind of like yeah, you can see it. it. Like and this is what that. like this is what Tom wanted to do. Yeah. Tom wanted to grow blank and make blank this. Yeah. Um, like I feel so. Sounds like a track that would be off of 
the self-title record. Yep. Tiny Voices, another one. Um, Letters to God, And I, There Is. Like, all those songs sound like songs that would be on, a, on the self-title record. Yeah. Or should have been. Maybe they were B-sides, whatever. You know what I mean? True, true. You don't, I don't even think of that, yeah. Like, obviously, they weren't because this came out before self-title, but... Cool. You know? Cool. Yeah. yeah, dude. I just thought it was cool, and I wanted you yeah, to... Yeah. Like, I thought that was awesome. And I didn't... Again... As you're talking, dude, I literally loved your analogy of pulling the songs. I would never have thought of that either. Yeah, that's what I, I like. I listened to both, and I was like, oh, yeah, this would definitely be a, <laughs> like, like you can see exactly where it came from. Yeah. Well, we're going to dig into this album. Um, this album sold 244,000 copies in the U.S. and was on the number seventh track uh, in Canada. So this this little side project did fucking numbers. Let's just say that it did. Um, so how, so how do I you want to go about this, man? I think they just um, repressed the vinyl. Yes, they did. Or did they? I thought yeah. I saw them posting something on Instagram. I um, I, I think it's for sale on Amazon. Yeah, it is, but it's a million dollars. Yeah. No um, <laughs> I almost bought it, but then I like didn't for some stupid reason well it'll be half the price in a year maybe no it'll oh i just found it for 70 dollars <laughs> because you get like a signed like poster and stuff with it oh that's fucking dope yeah this item is on a pre-order estimated the ship in early 2022 oh wow so yeah if Jeez, you what's with tom and the holding things for like years bro i don't know man he knows how to build anticipation that's for I guess sure so right yeah, so might go buy that because um, it's sick. Yeah. But, yeah, let's get into this thing. All right. All right, Batchy, you want to start it out then, bro? Let's let's uh, break this album down. Hell, yeah. Let's go. Um, so track number one is I Feel So. This is probably, if you wanted me to pick the most Blink-sounding song, this would probably be my most Blink-sounding song based off of self-titled. Um, yeah, I basically thought that this song belonged on self-titled. And I was actually listening to this song when I texted you saying like, yes, yeah, this, this was where self-titled came from. Oh, this was the <laughs> song that it like clicked. Yeah, Yeah, I was like, oh. Yeah, Wait this is right there. <laughs> yeah. Um just such a good song. Um the intro is like like just everything about this song. Like I was like sitting in my car and I was like, Yeah, this would this belongs on self titled. Like I can see how and where self titled came from based off of just that one song. Mm-hmm. Uh and then obviously the whole rest of the record, but like this song is an awesome, uh awesome opener. The way it starts with just a little piano and then like all of a sudden the little guitar comes in, just a little acoustic thing and then it like builds up and you know, the drums and everything else kicks in. It's probably like, I don't know, I'd say like a good minute of just instrumental, right? Yeah, maybe 30 seconds. Yeah, it's, 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 
I love the way that they orchestrated this album because a lot of their songs, it's it's very ABA like. It's very self titled like. It has that mm-hmm. instrumental intro or because a lot of their songs either have acoustics, pianos, or something guitar like like calming riff, and then it gets like and it's like yes that makes any sense <laughs> yeah yeah uh yeah dude i feel so is fucking is an absolute banger it's a great intro to this whole album even the the lyrics to him were like in the way he sings it is so unique in this this song i feel so mad i feel so angry i feel so careless so lost confused again oh like this yeah this is like where it all started (laughs) also um this whole podcast we're most likely going to be singing in tom's voice because it's almost impossible not to yeah where Uh, are you (laughs) dude this song though the lyrics like um i know this song's about like a past love and stuff but this song really like connected in the sense of making you feel um not alone when you felt that way yeah, it was like, dude, the the yeah. opening verse, sometimes I wish I was brave, I wish I was stronger, I wish I could feel no pain. Like I just love the way he like sings that whole thing too. Yeah. Like the way he's like, I wish I was stronger. Yeah. Wish I could feel no, no pain. pain. I wish, wish I was, I was young. Strong. Wish I, I was, was shy. Strong. Like the way he's like quick, like I wish I was <laughs> like oh, it's so good. And it's like uh, gets like heavy because I wish it yeah, was you, the, not I. Cause yeah. I feel so dude. The chorus like gets like heavy, and yeah. then it goes back to like being almost softer, and then it gets heavy. It's like it's so good. Yeah. It reminded me a lot of um. It reminded me a lot of down. Yeah, I can see that. Um, just the way that it's like up and down with the um the heaviness. Mm-hmm. So, absolutely, yeah. dude. Yeah, that's it. That's that's right, uh... down's the tidal ways they rip right, right through me. me yes yes Tears definitely my side bold and fast yeah pick me up now need you so bad down down yeah okay yeah it's yes right. it's because that goes like up and down with yeah like, yeah because it even got the heavy pick me up because i need you so right down 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 like yeah dude yeah yep. yeah you're right yes well fuck so, yeah dude that's a great opener hell yeah and then it goes to um the next one's what all systems go All systems are so. This is a really good song. Now, what I'm about to say, dude, has not dismissed the fact that it's a great song. I just thought this was the weakest song on the whole album. Really? I just I could not. It was one of the songs that I like. I wasn't like bobbing my head to the whole time. I absolutely love it. This is just if I'm I'm going through each song that we're going through. I'm kind of picking out like what it means to me, whether it's the weakest, strongest, most intricate. So this one I thought was the weakest. I don't have yeah. an exact reason. It just didn't catch into my um. Mine's later. Yeah, this, this song just didn't catch into my ear. Um, but it's a yeah. great song. Um, I think it's really good. Yeah, hell yeah. I um. I de- I definitely liked the lyric, the opening lyrics. Uh, I left my fear behind me. Of those lights out by the station, the government is lying. Uh, the youth won't believe them. Mostly just the I left my fear behind me. Of yeah. those lights out by the station, um, it, it's it's like it's kind of like a political 
Oh, he got um, super political. I remember when yeah. I was um I was watching an interview and doing some research on for this epi. Um, he was saying how that was one of his things. He was like, I wanted to do my own side project for that reason, dude. He was like, I want to be able to talk about politics, conspiracy theories, um, things on that nature, and just kind of adventure. And instead of just talking about the same old shit, I keep talking about and and fighting yeah. about it. So yeah, dude, you hit that on the head. Which is like kind of what Green Day did. Yeah. Basically, around the same time, Green Day was like, yeah, we're going to do this with American Idiot. And Tom was like, that's a good idea. That's a good idea. <laughs> nice, Billy. Wait, why is Tom talking? I just sounded so English. That was so bad. That's that's so cool. <laughs> that's cool, man. <laughs> oh, that's yeah. San Diego fucking California shit. <laughs> right on. Right on, man. <laughs> Hell All right, dude. <laughs> What's the next one, dude? What's the next one we got? Uh, watch the world. Oh, I'll watch it. Oh yeah, you will. I love this song, dude. I thought this uh, this song is great, dude. Yeah, this I watched favorite? the smoke. Nah, as. It grew darker and blew nah. up through the I'm going to keep singing, though. Yeah. I love you, Badge. You're my best friend, buddy. You make me so happy. I love happy. you, too, man. This is um, so awesome. I just love the way he sings this song, dude. Like, yeah. It I paints the- a really good picture. It really does. Um, it's just great. And we will leave a letter in this song for you. It's hopeful. It's got some hope in it. Yeah, definitely. It's a big fan of this one too. Yeah, dude. Is there any lyrics you wanted to touch on? Uh, I just liked the um. Let me get back to the lyrics. Oh yeah, the lyrics I really like is um, if we can, we will leave a letter in this song for you, and we'll write once a day and float yes. it through the sea to you. We'll regret all the things we thought of but didn't ever do. Oh yeah, dude. It's beautiful, beautifully written, dude. Beautifully. Written. Yes. So like, yeah, Tom. Tom's lyricism, you can really see it like grow on this album. Yeah, good point, dude. I like, like it's that. So point. great. Um, we also get to actually see him, like be himself, be himself, and his creative side. Because like, I don't know how many songs like Tom wrote and Mark wrote, or combined, or another artist kit. Like, I don't know. So with this, we really got to see like his skill, dude. Yeah, like, and it really, like, it really, really shined a lot. Um, in this record especially like this song too like it was just so great yeah um he really like grew up a little bit with this record i think yeah and you could just see it like again you could see it when he went back with blink and they were like all right let's make self-titled and i think he really took the reins on that one yeah 100 percent. especially like when you hear this and then you go listen to self-titled you're like oh my god yeah dude this has tom all over it so can you hear my dog barking right now i can can you hear mine uh, i might absolutely destroy his anal glands can you hear mine is yours barking too yeah you can't hear him are they talking to each other i don't know potentially but my girl's (laughs) tori's down tori's down there fucking screaming at the thing (laughs) shut the fuck up daddy's doing his podcast (laughs) (laughs) oh man all right um (laughs) Bouncing over to Tiny Voices, which is the next oh, song on this fucking this album. Song. 
this Love song. It. This song's about voices in your head, people. Yep. Mm-hmm. This song's about voices in your head. The chorus is tiny voices make things harder. Everybody will be let down. Everybody will be let down. That's the chorus. That's literally it. Oh, it's so good. Dude, I have so many voices in my head talking to me right now saying 16 different things. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm always letting myself down. I'll tell you that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this song was sick, dude. And it was definitely like vocally was awesome mm. like really really good um probably one of my favorite songs off this record oh sure. really yes one of okay i don't think i picked a favorite yet did i uh not yet no all right good all right yeah this was one of my favorites so this wasn't yours was it which one tiny voices no it was not my favorite okay no well and it wasn't it wasn't a bad one it just wasn't my favorite that's all okay all right you ready for the next one? Oh, dude I, dude go first because i have a lot to say about this one okay um cat like thief yes All right. Least favorite song on the record. No! Are you yep. serious? Oh Least my favorite God. song on the All record. All right, I'll just shut up. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> uh, don't know what the hell is going on here. Um, it was really weird. Um, <laughs> just like out of left field. Like I kind of, I, I kind of like, I think like blocked it out okay. from like my memory. Because when I was listening to it, I remember like, I kind of like had like zoned out and all of a sudden I'm like, what the fuck am I listening to? <laughs> like I was like, Whoa, this is fucking weird. Okay. And I'm like trying to figure out if it's Tom singing or someone else. Mm. And then like Tom's doing the chorus and like, I'm like, what is this nonsense that I'm listening to? Like, this is out there. Like it, it was, it wasn't like, you didn't hate it. You just no. Yeah. I just uh, I was like, this doesn't do it for me. Like, okay. I'm not a big fan of this one. Okay. Is he, do you think it's because so with this song, there's three different singers. It's um, almost like it didn't belong on it. Like it just didn't fit. See, I can I I okay. I literally understand that, and I totally agree with you because when you listen to it. It's it's it is. You have three different pitches, and it just doesn't sound right in that sense. But yeah, I'll I'll flip it and just tell you why. I'm, this is actually like my third favorite song in the whole album. So okay, the reason why I I picked this song as my most underrated song. Oh, all right. So this song to me is one of my favorites and most underrated because this features Tim Armstrong, who I have a freaking super super big heart for because he's fucking lead singer of operation ivy and rancid and i'm obsessed with rancid as a kid so when i found out in 2002 when i was listening to this and i found out that tim armstrong was on this song i was literally my mind was like oh my fucking god it's it's is it tom delong tim armstrong travis barker and also you got jordan pondick from fucking pundick from fucking uh newfound glory is on it so yeah so like big artists that's you know but I understand why you also listen to it and you go, what in the fuck? Like, is especially this? <laughs> when you hear that, yeah. like if you've never listened to this song and you hear it, 
you're going to be like, oh, someone from Operation Ivy and, you know, Tom DeLonge and Newfound Glory and Travis Barker. You're going to be like, this song must be an absolute banger. And yeah. it's literally like an acoustic song with like very little like actual singing. And you know what? <laughs> I'm going to I'm going to jump on your side from it. The other reason why I can understand why people may not not that you don't like and I'm not speaking about you, but like just on that side of the fence where it's like, oh, like this song didn't kind of do it for me. You got yeah. Tim Armstrong's voice. Yes. It's, it's usually really like go hard, like like let's like party song real quick. But in mm-hmm. this song, he's super like Mark. He All like I his verse. I don't know. Yeah, All so I, know I don't know <laughs> nothing. So like that's what you're used to, right? And then when he's yeah. on this, he he sounds kind of like Mark from Blink One Eighty Two. Is his in his the third voice? He starts it. He goes, Yeah, I get up just to get knocked back down. I sit yeah. up just to get knocked all around. I get up just to get knocked back down. I sit up just to get knocked all around. I want to say something but just... But he does it with a very low tempo instead of like that mid-range yeah, he's used like, to. I get up just to get knocked back down. Like, yeah. It's like super slow. It's not like, you know... Yeah, it's not like the song I just sang. Yeah, Knowledge, but, but... I, my favorite part was just having the different bands and again i think yeah, that the was cool was, yeah and, and it was cool and like could i see another song like this yeah definitely but i think my favorite part on this whole thing was with tim armstrong was um when i, I i'm pretty sure they um they mixed this vocals in together but saying don't leave me don't leave me don't leave her don't mm-hmm. leave me don't leave me don't leave her um yep. and then the verse with tom is just um it's just great i just love this song dude it was i think it's very underrated for that reason but i also i like your side of it because it is all over the place dude and you have like tom's voice is so i don't want i just want to say higher and then you got such like a not a mark low like a really weird because tim armstrong's got that weird accent too yeah yeah one by one yeah, two by two like, yeah <laughs> like so to mix those it's not like it's not the it's not the mix it, it's like i when i saw tim armstrong like all those names on it i was like this is gonna be like an absolute slap like this is just gonna like i was expecting like an operation ivy song you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. And yeah, then yeah. that hit, and I was like, "Oh, see, why what? didn't they put him on my first punk song?" That's what I mean. Like <laughs> that, I, like having like we'll get to that. I know, but that was like, what the fuck? Yeah. Exactly. Even, anyways, great song, but um, yeah, yeah. All right. <laughs> Definitely my least favorite. All right, good. Oh, that's cool, man. Hell yeah. All right, what's the next one we got? Um, um and, and I. 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 This song is about a relationship that you're not sure if you should be in it or not. Mm-hmm. Um, you want to talk about it first? No, I talked about that. We can go. Okay. Uh, so I'm not, I don't have much on this song. I like it. It's a really good song. Like I said, again, it's about a relationship that you're not sure of. Um, the chorus is, and I want her, need her, and you always will pull me through. The second verse is, I'm tired. This game's so, nu- this game's so dumb. She never played. Her race is won. I'm tired. Can't smile no more. A shirt cave and just like before and um 
So, I mean, these lyrics are obviously just about like the relationship status and, you know, I can obviously relate to that. You know, I've been in relationships where I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm not really sure if I want to be in one anymore or if I, or maybe it's the other way around and I'm feeling kind of weird because I feel like she doesn't want to be in it and I do. And it's just awkward situation. And um, yeah. I remember being in a relationship like that specifically. And um, I did some dumb shit to the girl and, and said some stupid, I lied to her and said I was moving to New York and uh <laughs> <laughs> oh jesus I did, but i wasn't and uh she yeah, saw me at obviously. the mall like a month later but um oh that, yeah because you yeah all right someone <laughs> from the same high school yeah i'm moving to new york oh really seen you in school for the past three weeks <laughs> yeah dude. well she went to silver lake so <laughs> i thought i was in the oh, clear really yeah but okay yeah so anyways that's not the story i wanted to tell the main reason for that story was because when we were dating i wasn't sure i really wanted to be in a relationship and we weren't technically dating but she mm-hmm. thought we were and it was really oh. confusing, and I wasn't. And I've been on the other end of that too, where I've yeah. been, I thought I was in love, and she was making me feel really weird about the whole thing, and it didn't work out. So that's what this song was. Is really good, man. Yeah, it was good. It was really great. Like many of these songs on this record, yes, sir, it, uh, is tremendous. Um. All right, let's head to the next one, shall we? Letters to God. Oh, I wanted to add something to And I. Sorry. Rewind. Um, I thought that this was another one that was very blank sounding. Yes, agree. Agree. Um, one of the most, probably, arguably the most. I have one we sounding. haven't touched yet. We didn't touch anything. Are you touching me? Touch tubes. Whoa. <laughs> Fast forward. <laughs> um, so yeah, um, letters to God. Caught off guard, all worked up. The air is as dark and cold as night. Let me go. I'm not Ooh. done. Good song. Mm-hmm. Another good one. Another good one. Um, just like I don't really know. You talk about this one first. Oh, I don't really like have like a. Right. I got this. I got this one, dude. Letters to God. This this in the category of what this song was to me is an absolute acoustic banger. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is the best song on the album when it comes to like just an overall acoustic banger. Um, oh. And so this song is actually about a dead person's plea to God for another chance. So basically, someone See, who died. This is like another one that like because he wrote not now. Mm-hmm. from that that's so crazy yeah dude they all so mind. creative yeah that's so, <laughs> so nuts yeah so this song's about a dead person who just got to um god and he's like dude give me another chance i'll do anything um and then you can tell in the lyrics which is caught off guard all worked up the air is as dark and cold as night let me go i'm not done i swear i'll just take one lifetime and die. i won't lie this is the chorus now i won't lie I won't sin. Maybe I don't want to go. Can't you wait? Maybe I don't want to go. It's so like theatrical too. You can literally like, I wish he made a music video on this. Cause I feel like it would have been really dope. And I, I won't lie. I won't sin. Maybe I don't want to go. Yeah, I know. I definitely think so. And then the second verse is I should have asked. I could have helped at least a fucking thousand times before. Will this offer get me in, or does this prove that they gave more and I? And then it goes into the chorus again. But the fact he's being like, he's basically just like, dude, please, I should have, I should have helped. I should have asked. I should have a fucking thousand times. This could have happened. Like, 
please, is this offer enough? Like, I'll, I'll prove to you that I can do this. And uh, yeah, man, this song is just fucking awesome. Yeah, it is. It's got a dope ass solo, uh, piano solo in this. Mm-hmm. So acoustic sure. guitar with a piano. Damn, this song's beautiful. Yeah, it's really good. I really enjoyed this one a lot for sure. Absolutely. Okay, now for one of my favorite, most favorite songs on the record. <laughs> All right, go ahead, buddy. Uh, my first punk song. Like, I find it very hard to believe this was Tom DeLonge's first punk song. Um, but <laughs> yeah, such a fucking awesome. Well, maybe awesome he wrote it song. when he was a kid. Yeah, this was so great. Uh, <laughs> 24 to nothing, and I'm at the intersection waiting for the light that's green, waiting for a reason. Take them all and stack them up. Not in my collection. Hit them all and watch them fly. <laughs> fuck them all and watch them drown <laughs> like this is so sick like this is such an awesome fucking like it's a legit punk song it's so yep. great and then i love um <laughs> the ending the chorus <laughs> i got brownies from your mother it gave me syphilis i got no dick <laughs> <laughs> this one probably <laughs> from your mother gave me syphilis. I got no fucking dick. <laughs> Fuck the way yeah. he screams it. Yeah. Oh man. I got no fucking dick. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Yeah, dude. Dude, this is like the Blink 182 that I like the funny Blink 182. Yeah. Yeah. Like, this fucking, is like uh, old Mark Tom and Travis so shit. Yeah. Yeah. This is such a good one. Like it was refreshing to hear that. Like. <laughs> it almost like fucking dick <laughs> there's one problem i got brownies from your mother and it gave me syphilis i got no dick what in the fuck tom so great so say hey i fucked your brother <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. yeah this song i wrote down is the hardest song on the uh, album and also the funniest song which is definitely true on both of those oh yeah uh, so I'll say, so hey, great. I fucked your brother. <laughs> you, yeah. This guy's tapped, and I love it. That reminded me of um, the uh, the music video for um, oh my god, what was it? No, um, uh, first date. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, so anyway, my dad walked in, and I ended up kissing, <laughs> kissing my, my brother. Brother, well, you know what they Whoa. say, like father, like son. <laughs> You're telling me. <laughs> <laughs> These fucking idiots, bro. This is why I fell in love with this. You know, like I was saying, man, so I walk in there, my brother's around, and I, I end up kissing my own brother. That's you know? far out, man. That's what I'll say. It's fucked up. You know, know what they say? Man, like father, like son. You said it best, brother. Yeah, that, that was so funny. Like, oh, oh man. <laughs> so anyway, my dad <laughs> walked in, and ended up kissing my own brother. <laughs> I know what they say, like father, like son. <laughs> That's fucking <brutal. laughs> Oh, yep. <laughs> All right. Ooh, I'm sweating. Okay. Uh, next, next song. Uh, so the next song. Okay. This is the song I thought sounded the most blinkiest. Uh, okay. This song yeah. is called Sorrow. Um, I can see it. Not that the other ones didn't. Uh, this one just stuck out for me personally. Wish to make this last. It gave me the real self-titled feel. This is when yeah. I was like, damn, no shit. Self-titled, huh? Uh, this is track yeah, this number two nine. for me. And um, 
I really like how soft it is and, and really good. The, the opening is because I need you more than you need me because I want you more. I know. And it just keeps going. And the chorus is so dope. It's, I'm sorry. Please forgive yes. me. Believe me if you would. So, yeah, so fucking good. sick, dude. Yeah, it's really good. And like even the bridge, because I cared way more because I really felt that you felt so much more. I know. Uh, but he goes, I know. And then it goes, um, oh, back into the chorus, dude. What a well-placed. It's so short. Most of these lyrics are very short. Most of these songs, it's a very punk album when it comes to the algorithm and how long the songs are. Um, very punk rock. It's it's really cool, but it's got yeah. the pop punk, uh, like Blink-182 feel to it. God, yeah. it's so good. This is a, such a good, this is such a good fucking record. I'm so, I love this record so much. And like, I hadn't really listened to it until you were like, we're going to do Boxcar Racer. Yeah. And I was like, oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, you called uh, me, you're like, bro what a fucking pick let's go <laughs> yeah i like hadn't listened to it in so long um yeah. it's oh yeah it's fucking slap hell yeah um so next is probably my pick for the most uh yeah probably the most blink sounding song I can there see is yep um which before and... you start there's a reason why this song is for me the title that i had is my favorite song on the whole album Okay, so this there's is, the correlation. <laughs> this is one of my favorite, one of them. Yep. Not my favorite. My favorite is. Sorry, I'm trying not to burp. Is um, uh, coming up later. Okay. Not much clear. I guess. But later. Or do you want to? Probably around the probably around the start of the Bruins game, I'd say. All right, I'm gonna guess, but I'll take it out. Is it elevator? Yeah. Okay. All right. I'll yeah. take that out. But yeah, go ahead. And it's funny because that is the only sense that has Mark Hoppus on it. And it's so funny. <laughs> That's your favorite. You shit on that dude more than me. I know. <laughs> Actually, I might keep that in. That's funny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Go out. Uh, there is. You started out, buddy. Um, just like everything about it, like it's like it, you talk about like songs that make you feel like you're not alone. Mm -hmm. Like I know a lot of times when people break up, one person feels like, you know, that other person was the only person for me. I'll never find anyone else. Mm. I'm going to die alone. Like, you know, it's, it, there's nothing wrong with those thoughts. It's just like, you know, people have them a lot and there's a lot of, you know, is there anybody out there for me? And this song, I think, really like lets people know that like there is. Whoa, what? dude, that was so well said. <laughs> Damn, no, it just blew my mind. Uh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I just like when I was like listening to it, I was like, you know, because that's, you know, when you're a kid, especially like when we were like, you know, teenagers, like you think like you're dating someone for a week and you're like, I'm going to marry this girl or like, they're like, yeah. I'm going to marry this guy. And like, you know, I think it goes a little bit past that when you're like older and like you, you know, you're dating someone and you break up after a while and you're kind of like, well, now what? And like, mm -hmm. you're like, is there anybody like that's out there for me at all? And you know, 
like Tom says there is. Like, mm-hmm. you know, um, pretend that pretend it's all okay that there's someone out there who feels just like me. There is. Like, obviously there's more. Like, will I shake this off, pretend it's all okay, that there's someone out there who feels just like me? And then it, like, pauses and then he, there is. So it's like, you know, it kind of lets you know that you're not alone, that, that you will find someone and there is someone out there for everybody. Yeah. That's just the way I took the song. Yeah, well said, dude. Honestly, I agree with everything you literally said. Um, and I'll go off of what you said. And the reason I like it so much is everything you just said, but there's a story to why this is my favorite song. It's not my favorite song when it comes to like, uh, as an adult, as of now listening to it, it's my mm. favorite song because this is the song that really got me hooked because I was dating this girl named Tammy back in the day. And I thought for the reason you just said, bro, I was like, she's the one I'm going to get married middle school. I don't know what love is. I just know that like my, you know, so everything, my brain's just going crazy, you know, like everything I'm getting older, puberty's hitting. But like the reason why I fell in love is because I was dating this girl, Tammy, and I was driving to uh, New York to see my cousins in upstate New York. So it was like a fucking, I think it's like a seven hour drive, six hour drive. Right. Mm. So Likely. I was listening to this on my CD player and yep. I remember oh, hearing CD player and I was <laughs> all, yeah. And I was also on medication at this point, right? Yeah, so that's first, that was cool too. I loved how he said that. Like, yeah, this, this vacation is useless. These white pills aren't kind. Okay, like, so now look at that. I'm oh going my on God, vacation. Yeah, dude. Wow. I'm still taking medication. Um, and then he goes, "I've given a lot of thought on this 13-hour drive. There was an oil spill. An oil tank truck spilled over. It took us 14 hours to get there. That's so incredible. It's like this song was talking to me. I'm on vacation. Yeah, dude. The white pills I hate. There's a 13-hour drive." and it just sucks and so and me and her i think i don't remember if we were dating or we just broke up but i just remember it reminded me of her and that's why i fell in love with it and then everything about it was like i was like it was like the song of my relationship like i I was on your floor i used to write you letters in high school we pass it to each other so yeah this song came out and i was like but you swore you loved me more yeah dude (laughs) so that's why it's my favorite song because i really think when i heard it it was like let me really get invested in the boxcar racer because this is yeah. probably one of their biggest hits on the song along Definitely. with like, I feel so and stuff. So that's yeah, my yeah, story yeah. of what the song means to me too. Yeah, dude, that's fucking sick. That's so awesome. Like right? that you could like <laughs> make that <coughs> connection. Yeah. Well, it's funny. You started saying that and I was like, Oh my God, I can't wait. Like he's saying exactly what happened. Cause you're like, Oh, like middle school love, young love. And I was like, Oh dude. And he's like, knows what I'm about to say. <laughs> Yeah, like it's so like th- those notes you wrote me. I've kept them all. Like you I, know, and like, I literally kept all of them. Yeah, bro. you do. Like you know, because if you don't, you're in deep shit. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Did you throw out my letter? I'm looking for your letter. Yeah, where's no, the letter I wrote you on June 17, 2007? <laughs> what? <laughs> Babe, it's 2040. Yeah, I need it now. You need to show me you love me. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. You keep the sentimental things. Oh my god. Oh shit! All right, so I guess we can move on from there. We only got um two real songs left yeah we really don't have to touch on the instrumental yeah um all right so we'll go to the next song the second to last actual song which is the end with you go ahead um, so this song alludes to be uh, about someone going through a breakup again. This whole concept of the album is pretty much on that. Uh, with that being said, uh, this song's a really good song. Um, 
Mm-hmm. The first verse is, our days are running thin. Our hopes will start to fall. I can feel the world collapse around me from within. I mean, yeah, basically you're describing a breakup. And then the chorus is, if you will, then we'll go as fast as we go far. Maybe we'll be forgotten when the world is torn apart. Mm-hmm. Um, this song also is about basically like a post-apocalypse. Um, yeah, yeah basically the climax of it. So that's pretty interesting. So he's kind of intertwined. This is where Tom's creativity, we get to see a little bit again, instead of just being about like a breakup, he's throwing in like an apocalyptic um, ending to the world. Yeah. Um, But the end with the girlfriend and the end with the world, you can kind of correlate it however you want. But again, creative side of it, it's not just about like being 15 and breaking up. Yeah. Writing about that. He's getting some crazy shit in there. Yeah, absolutely. hundred percent. Yep. Like, I really liked when he was like, um, the line he says, there are no useful drugs to escape from feeling numb. Mm. Like, that's probably my favorite line. Yeah. Like, on, maybe, probably even, probably on the record. Like, that's probably my favorite line. Um, Because sometimes there isn't any, like, there's nothing... I mean, that's just that's just depression in a nutshell right there. Yeah. Because you basically are numb to, like, everything. Like, you re- like, people think sometimes depression is, like, being sad all the time. Yeah. Which, don't get me wrong, it is. But, like, there's other parts of it where you're just, like, <laughs> like, you don't feel anything. Mm-hmm. Like, like, no, you don't feel happy. You don't feel sad. You don't feel mad. You don't, you're just, like. Mm. Like you could like win a million dollars and you'd be like, wow, this is really going to change my life. I don't really care. Mm -hmm. Like you're just like, and that, like, I, I think that that's like a really, that really like blew my mind that line. Yeah, dude. Um, and it, it was really sad too, because it's like, you, like you think that there's no escape from that feeling. Yeah, very true, dude. Very true. But yeah, I definitely love. I like this that you song. pointed that out. Yeah, I like that a lot. Yeah. Um. So we'll move on. Yeah, we'll go to the next one. I'll announce it, and then you can start it out. Sound good? Yeah, hell yeah, uh, man. All right. So the second to last song. This is the real like last song. We will we'll just do a quick run through of the last last song on the uh, last track. But the song we're gonna go into now is Elevator. Uh, and for me, it's the most meaningful song. And to yep. Batch, this is obviously his favorite song. And again, I'm going to speak for you most meaningful as well. And I'll let yeah. you start it off, buddy. Um, it's kind of ironic. I don't know if you took this out or not yet. But it's funny because I ripped Mark apart. And my favorite song on the record has Mark Hoppus on it. <laughs> but like, dude, this song is like fucked. Like... It, like people think like Adam's song is sad or like stay together for the kids is sad. Like I was tearing up listening to this song mm-hmm. a few times this week. Um, obviously it's about two different. Um, it must be two different perspectives on suicide. Um, you know, Tom seems to be the person who, is jumping off the building. The building turned its back, ignored my call. The concrete looks too thin to break my fall. 
and Mark is the person who either could have prevented it or is watching it happen. Um, just Tom's opener, um, the building turned its back, ignored my call. The concrete look, the concrete looks too thin to break my fall. The sunset stretched across this nightmare scene. I counted people as I neared the street below, below. And then Mark is, I saw it all. I saw it all go down. The shadow grew as he approached the ground. The sunset stretched across this nighttime scene. I turned away as he came near the street below. And then it's just them switching off. Let's forget this all, move on. Which was like really sad too, because that's like when something like that happens, it's kind of like the, well, we just need to move on. Mm. Like this was like my favorite, just the way that it like describes everything and like, the way it affects different people, like affects people differently when you commit suicide. Um, that was the, that it was just like really eye opening, really sad song. Uh, just I just loved it a lot. So yeah, absolutely, absolutely, dude. You got anything to add? Yeah, I mean, basically, dude, what you said is exactly how, uh, when I heard this song, that's the same thing I just imagined myself. I actually, so there's a YouTube video out there that somebody made a video of um, with this song. And it's not like, it's not like a real video. It's kind of weird. It's just like someone's feet at the end of a building and then a shadow. It's I watched it a long time ago. But anyways, uh, what I think of this song, yeah, dude, this song was incredible. It's uh it's darker. It's like if Adam's song was an adult in written, you know, like yeah. a little deeper than that. Um, but yeah, the, the two Mark and Tom really kick it off the, the ending. Let's forget this. I'll move on. Uh, I'm going to talk musically for a second here. Um, mm-hmm. not lyrically. It's very well, uh, harmonized extremely well with Tom's uh, highs and Mark's lows. Um, yeah. and the way they fade in and out of each other is just beautiful. And then, you know, obviously again, Tom's high with how he speaks in his part and then Mark's low of basically, you know, I saw it all, I saw it all go down. And then Yeah. Whoa below. And then you got Mark's is I mean Tom's is a little higher. Whoa below. It's yeah. It's they musically it works very well. Let's forget the song. now getting into the lyrics um for for my breakdown it's yeah dude it's it's incredible it's uh it's it's very it's very fucked up to to read but also to sing and and to feel and uh this whole time it's yeah it's about suicide man it's about someone committing suicide dude it's no fucking joke and someone else watching it and the effect it has and at the end of the day you 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 know a lot of people like let's just move on from this so let's let's forget it and move on and unfortunately yeah, um, you, you do have to move on um, at mm-hmm. some point, and I, that doesn't mean like get over it. It just means you know you do have to move on, and 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 a lot of people want to just forget it and move on. And and I, I can't blame them for wanting to do that because it's such a tragic thing, and it's somebody to witness it is another. Yeah. And, um, the other thing I learned about the song while we were uh, researching for this epi was um, that this was actually this song was written in the aftermath of September 11th. 
Oh, which kind of blew yeah. my mind because that makes sense. Yeah, you see what I mean? Yeah, I I didn't realize that till like an hour before we recorded this, but I was like, and then I re- I listened to it again, and I was like, oh my god, that wow. makes so much fucking sense. Um, because this came out in two thousand um two, and um they started wow. in two thousand one, which obviously is nine eleven. That's um, crazy. So yeah, dude, it's uh, it's such a and they put it at the end, which was I thought very respectful and also extremely well you know placed because like yeah it's, it's a very heavy song so to put it in the middle or the beginning would be kind of you know musically Weird. i think it was smart to put it at the end and then yeah yeah so that's how i felt on this song dude yeah i agree 100 uh, percent. but yeah it gets great. me choked up every time too dude i with, with yeah with you, dude it really does um but uh yeah so after this um nothing to break down it gets into the last track which is the track 13 which is the song title is instrumental which is just an instrumental but mm-hmm. if you like instrumentals Go listen to this because I want to say something, Batch. Tell me if you agree. This instrumental is super AVA, super yes. Angels and Airwaves. Mm-hmm. It was almost like, oh, that's why every Angel and Airwaves song has a two-minute opener of just instrumentals. Yes, yeah, absolutely, dude. <laughs> yeah. I think it's And I that has, like, a sick, like, drum intro. Oh, that's what I wanted to say. Um, dude, and, yeah, it does. That song gives me the hip-hop travis barker drum beat that whole song yeah gives mm-hmm. me the hip-hop vibe like oh he wrote this like like i could rap over his uh drumming because it was super travis yeah like hip-hop style but yeah, yeah just travis being travis travis being travis dude but dude this song I, I i would literally give it a 10 out of 10 this album sorry i love this album so much yeah man. it's fucking great it um, is a fucking banger so if you haven't heard Boxcar Racer and now you have, I'm sure you're obsessed with it. Um, yeah. Anything else and you if, want to talk about Boxcar Racer? No, just like I wish that they would um, come back. Come on, Tom. Come on. Come yeah, because uh, I feel like we need that more than we need Tom going back to Blink. Yeah, we don't need that. No. We don't need that, dude. We, we don't, don't need, need all. No. Do you know no. what I, I you know what I want to bring up? Yeah, go ahead. And hopefully it doesn't bring us down a whole rabbit hole. But oh, it's I had, gonna. I, <laughs> you already okay. So I was thinking today. Well, I was like, okay, we're gonna talk about this and Mark, Tom, Travis, blah 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 blah. I actually went down a rabbit hole of YouTube videos like Mark and uh, Tom mm-hmm. going at it and stuff. But yeah, dude, <laughs> love it. I feel like if take boxcar race away, take angels and airways away. Pretend that like that never happened, never was gonna happen. The Blink One Eighty Two is still a band with everybody original. Yep. I think that if Mark kept his low voice, the not necessarily super low, but just that kind of like he doesn't try to hit high high range vocals. I think Blink One Eighty Two could have been another band. And I, again, I'm putting aside their arguing and pretending like they're best friends forever. I mm-hmm. think the band could have literally had. Uh, like the boxcar racer could have been blink 182 it could have adventured off into this another maybe another two or three albums but i've said that i think that when i listen to the new blink and i'm not going to talk about it too much i just want to mention on mark's voice he tries to anytime he tries to hit these high his voice isn't made for high high like pitching and he's taking this like his whole new route is to try and get every chorus every verse to have that like 
whoa yeah yeah and like yeah it's like dude that's not you and that's not mark and he can't reach those which is why there's such an effect on every song that he's in now and and matt skiba can't even pick up where tom is but my main point here was not to get down that rabbit hole blink blink 182 now and blink me to then was just to say mark voice was so fucking beautiful when he kept it in his like natural low stance and i just think it would and that proves itself in fucking elevator Yep, and in every other Blink One Eighty Two song that he has that because he doesn't really hit those high range voices that Tom does. But um, yeah, that, that's what I had to say, man. No, I totally agree with you, and I've said that you know if that stuff never happened, I think you know they they would have or should have gone the Angels and Airways route. Um, and Boxcar Racer I think proves it. Like mm-hmm. you know, look at how. You know, plus 44 was a good record, but it's nothing compared to Boxcar Racer. Mm-hmm. Like, just Boxcar Racer's album was just 100 times better, yeah. in my opinion. And it showed where Mark, where Tom wanted to take Blink. Yeah, and dude. Mark refused to take it there, wouldn't take it there. And I think if he just gave a little bit of creative edge to Tom and let it go that way, I think we'd still be looking at Blink being Blink right now. Yeah. And you probably wouldn't have Angels and Airwaves, which is... Yeah, but you'd have a crazy-ass new yeah. Blink-182 sound. And you'd you would like, have... Wow. And, yeah, yeah, I... Not a not a sellout Blink. It would be like like a new yeah. age Blink. Like, oh, wow, like, I this think is the original Blink, but it's a little different. It would basically be a Green Day. Yeah, dude, you would basically exactly. have exactly. What, yeah, and I would probably be less reluctant to put them in the same level as Green Day. No, they probably do exactly. They probably have an album or two that you were like, "Yeah, I was trash for," it, and then they went back to their old way. Like it would definitely yeah. have something like that. Mm-hmm. But unfortunately, that's not the fucking way it went. No, and not to go down that rabbit hole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll yeah. do that. We're gonna. <laughs> it's coming. At <laughs> that's some point. coming. It's coming. Oh yeah, we're. Oh yeah, that's gonna be a doozy. Um. I was really excited about this episode, dude. I yeah, thought this it went was really good. well. This was fun. I uh, I had a good time. Um, definitely enjoyed breaking down Boxcar Racer. Yes, sir. Um, what so else we got? Got a couple singles that came out. Oh, yeah. Let's get into that. You want to talk about that? Let's go. Yeah. Did you listen to them? Uh, which one? There was two of them. Well, there's, there's in there three. Was there three? Trash Boat. Oh, fuck. How did I forget that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Right, so let's you start because yeah, just go um, ahead. Sleeping with Sirens came out with an absolute fucking banger. All right. Pause. Did you listen I'm to go it? Listen to it right now. Just yeah. like thirty seconds of it, so I have an opinion. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah, dude. What a way. fucking intro, huh? But he's like, fuck it. <laughs> like, yo. Whoa, dude. Yeah. Yo, that's fucking serious. Okay, wow. First time for me hearing it was right now. So yeah, dude. Yeah, dude. Fucking go off, back. Talk about it. That's your band. Uh, man. this is vintage Sleeping with Sirens. Um, they made that one record called Gossip that was just absolute hot garbage. And then 2019, they came out with How It Feels to Be Lost, and I was like, the boys are back. Like, and <laughs> shit, man, this song fucking slaps. Bloody knuckles awesome song so good um 
I just really, really fucking loved it. I can't wait for Steve to play the clip of it in the epi. Oh, um, yeah. Then, so yeah, that was Bloody Knuckles by Sleeping With Sirens. Um, then we had, we'll get to Trash Boat last because that's going to be a discussion. Yeah, me too. I mean, yeah. um, <laughs> why does it mean? Did too? you? So, did you listen to Capstan's new single? I did, dude. Um, very different. Very yeah. good, though. Very good, Fun- though. Funky little ditty. Yeah, you said you mentioned it reminded you of a certain band, which I agree with. What was it? Uh, Panic at the Disco. Oh my God, yeah. Very Panic. Dude, um, even the way they dress in the video uh, reminded me of like yeah, the old school Panic man. way. Yeah, and just like the funky beat to it and everything. It's, yeah, it was. It's super cool. I said I love you. If that's going to be the whole record, mm, I don't know. I feel like it won't be. I don't know. I think they no, surprised no, I feel like I feel like the last single they had, uh, Take My, um, sorry, Shades of Us yeah. is like what the record, that that's like Capstan. That's more Capstan, yeah. But like, I, I don't, I don't fault them for doing a little, I like it. I think it's really good. Yeah. Something a little funky, a little extra. I like it. Me too, sure. man. It's boppy. Yeah. Um, now we're going to get to the nitty gritty. Okay. Yeah, I'm, um, I'm ready to. I'm ready to talk about this one. Yeah. Okay. Uh, trash boat. Don't you feel amazing? Go. Yeah. Okay. Uh, did you feel amazing or no? I thought it was trash. Did you? Um, I did I not. Thought... I did not like it. It reminded me too much of early '90s corn. Yeah, like uh, it was, it was not super impressed. metal. Like it wasn't yeah, like not wasn't impressed. like trash boat. It was like metal. Or maybe I was a little harsh. Not trash, but it was okay. I was not I listened to it two times and I mm. was just bro, I was like, I don't want corn. I don't like, like it corn. reminded me a lot of like um fuck. Who was the band that, that can't swim said they wanted to be like? Oh yeah. Wish I was special, so fucking special. I'm a freak. I'm a weirdo. Oh my god, who the fuck is that? I should know. I don't. I can't believe I, I'm like blanking on it. Fuck. Radiohead. Me. Radiohead. It was very yeah, like super Radiohead to me. Like yeah, almost like more, like new metal, like just like weird, yeah. like. I didn't like hate it, but I didn't love it. I was like, "What? We're all over the place here." Mm. <laughs> like, See, I, I, I was, um, I love you, Trash Boat. I, I really love the music. It's so good. I was just super disappointed, dude, and not like um, you let me down. Just did not like it, bro. Uh, Toby's vocals were sick, though. Like, they I were. gotta give him that. Like, gotta they were give him fucking credit. Dirty. Like he, when he screams at the end, and oh he's like, "Don't you feel amazing?" No, but all right, Batch. This is my thing, dude. Why give us that sneak peek the day before? Of like you scream like that's the best part to me is yeah. him like doing that screaming because that's like the original trash boat is just his heavy vocals yeah yeah and then the yeah. whole song is the complete opposite I know so to me it was like oh my this is gonna be sick and then that I, I, and I was I, just like wow I think the best single they've dropped is Silence is Golden it's gotta be like it's gotta be. Uh, well he's so good's really good too it just doesn't hit like. 
Yeah, you know what? Yeah, that's a really good song too. It's great. Like lyrically, musically, it's awesome. It's just uh, vocally, I'm not with it. But bro, I think I he's still changing up. It. I think we're. I think trash. Dude, I don't think he. I don't think they even know where they're going because every song's <laughs> just different. Confused right now. Yeah, I'm a little confused. This one's. Uh, this one sounds like it's. Uh, you know, but if we've learned anything from our friends of Neck Deep, you mm-hmm. can't you can't judge an album based off of three singles. Exactly, and I'm not and I'm not shitting on them. I'm not again. I don't. I don't even hate this the newest song they just dropped. I really don't. I it's not my style. It's just I think not it's, Trash Boat. No, it's in that. Yeah, that's the end. We got to be honest. It's not Trash Boat, dude. We and have it's to not. Be honest. It's not like it's like it's not like they suck. It's not. It's just not what we. No, it's not what we're I don't know. To. I don't uh, I don't even hate it that much. I, I kind of fucked with it at first. And oh, I man, was, I, I hate it. I really don't like, like the it. The first listen, I was like, okay, this is different. And then like the second, third, fourth, I was like, ah, oh, not huge on this. Like, I don't like, it's just like missing. It's like, ah, oh, like, come on. Like, give us a little, like, I understand you gotta, like, you can't do the same thing over and over and over again. And you can't like, like but it's just like it's almost like it happens so quick i know because it's like the last record they had was um crown shyness and it was like holy fuck yeah i was like Whoa. holy fuck yeah i was like wow, i like this, this direction <laughs> it's hard <laughs> yeah it's like the sky's the limit like here like holy shit and then you know and then these singles come out well he's so good it's like kind of picked up right where crown shyness left off in a way yeah and so did like silence is golden so it's not like you know you know you want to try something different for a few songs i get it yeah. like I, I we'll judge the album when it comes out yeah we, we will we'll break it down too yeah for sure um um but yeah you know they they want to if they go like this metal route like i can see it like you know i can see that happening yeah like i don't see them like being like a pop sellout I don't know, man. This is concerning to me. Like, it's not even a pop. Like, that's not even like a pop song. That's like such a metal song. Yeah, <laughs> like, that new metal. Yeah, yeah, which is like, it's not even like poppy. It's just like super, like, way heavier than we're used to with this yeah. band. Yeah. <laughs> like, whoa, yeah. okay. But hey, you know what? If it's you know, like I said, it's just one song. So, yeah. um, didn't love it, didn't hate it, but we'll hate see what it. happens. <laughs> I know you did. Um, You're like me with the neck deep record. Yeah, I hated it. I hated, hated it. Bro. I can't even. I listened to it twice, and I was like, "No, I can't wait to talk about this." I can't. I knew you were gonna have some sort of opinion that wasn't like yeah. I fucking loved it, but like, dude, yeah, I, no. I just can't. I'm not gonna keep talking about it. Like, on my end, like, I, I'm yeah. good music, great lyrics, great vocals, just not my style. I did not like it. And if they do that yeah. the whole album, they sold out and fuck them. I'm just kidding. I still love you. That's very mean. <laughs> I'm just saying they sold out. <laughs> but, like, anyway, it's, anyway. it's so funny. Like you, it's so funny. You like, it's so quick to be like, yeah, trash boat sold out, but you like, were kind of like hesitant to say neck deep sold out. <laughs> I know. Like, that's why I said that, dude. You like, got so, <laughs> you like, got, they sold out. You, you like, got so mad at me when I was like, they sold out. And you're like, no, why? Uh, <laughs> I, I was know. like, they definitely did. But <laughs> dude, it didn't sell out. Hey, whatever. We Listen, also, uh, between you and me, whoa, um, didn't like release anything. Me? Oh no, the band. Oh. Yeah, between you and me. <laughs> we um, were talking. No, 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 no. <laughs> between me and you, bud. We no. Gotta, no. Okay, the band. My bad. I totally uh, took that the wrong way. Something's coming on. Um, 
the day we released this. So, oh, yep. So it's out now. Check it out. <laughs> yeah, we don't know what it's called. Actually, do we? No, I don't nope. think we do. I don't know. I'm not looking it up, but I All saw right. it today. We probably do know what it's called. Villain or something? I don't know. Whatever it is. Who cares? I don't yeah, know if it's a it's single. Let's go. We'll yeah. listen to it. Yeah, listen to it. All Between right. You and and me. They're sick. One more thing yeah, before go. we end this, buddy. Yeah, go. It's official that our lads have announced. Oh, my God. Fifth. How did we? Their fifth It's happening. It's is... happening. It's Coming happening. It's the boys happening. Parker's canon. The story go. so far is coming up with another album and we have announced it. You heard it here. Let's go. Our dick's hard. My hand is semen. Let's make it happen. <laughs> <laughs> you got a jacket on your fingers. Oh my god, I can't wait. Can't wait. I can't wait. The lads are back, baby. The lads are back. Let's fucking go. They're recording. Their fifth album. I'm excited. Same. Through the roof. Same. Same. Because I remember when Proper Dose came out, people were like, this is it. This is the end of them. Nope. There was a lot nope. of rumors that that was it. No. Wrong. He's sending it. Let's go. The boys to the are moon. still back. Yes. Hell yeah. If you ever listen to this podcast, fellas, we love you. We don't care what you make. We're going to love it. Yes, sir. We might not like your singles when they first come out, but they try, I promise they'll grow, they'll grow on us. I promise. <laughs> yes, they will. If Proper Dose taught us anything, it'll be good. It is don't judge an album off of the singles ever. <laughs> yes. Holy <laughs> don't fuck. ever do it. Wait till the album comes out because it's a good thing we weren't doing this podcast when that happened. Oh, my God. I feel terrible. <laughs> yeah. Apology. We, apology podcast. <laughs> oh, man, dude. We would be oh, big boy. time apologies. But seriously, can't fucking wait for that, dude. Yes, sir. It's happening. It's happening. Hell yeah, dude. Sweet. All uh, right, so what uh, What else do we want to talk about before we end it here, man? Go watch the Bruins. Yeah, the bees, baby. The bees. Big game tonight. Ass. What do you go. think? Prediction. Let's go. <sighs> I think they lose tonight. You fuck. You and the girl at the smoothie shop both think the same thing. Do you think they lose because we don't have Carlo? Tenorti's no. in, or do you think we just lose no, just because? No, no, I think Tenorti, they, they can, they'll be fine with that. I think they I just, yeah. I think it's scary what Vralamov's doing. Mm-hmm. Um, but what do I know? They could. He's go averaging like fucking what forty Dude, saves a game. Jesus he's Christ. been fucking incredible. But the Bruins are all over them. Yeah, all over them, and um, I don't know. I just, I, I, I hope they win. Um, me too. But I just think I think this one's going seven. I just think that they're. I'm saying five. The Islanders aren't going to go down that way, <laughs> dude. I'm I'm saying tonight we win four one. Ooh, empty net goal three one. Empty net goal four one. The re- oh. you want to know why I'm really I'm really saying five? Why? Because my girlfriend surprised me with Bruins tickets for the Monday game. Oh shit! Yeah, that's dope. She that's she bought so me sick. and my mom tickets. That's so sick. She literally was freaking out. She's like, I can't hold it in. I got to tell you. She sent me a text, called me, and was like, open it now when I call you. And I was like, no, you fucking didn't. That's so dope, dude. Dude, I was like, I've never have no money for this. And she's like, yeah, but you and your mom, this is your thing. You know, she brought you up on hockey. She loves hockey. I was like, dude, I was like, I'm so happy. I can't wait. So that's why I want it to be five, because if they win tonight, we can come home and hopefully clutch it out. And that would be sick to be experiencing that. Yeah, that would be. And... Don't look now, 
but the Canadians are up to it all. Don't know. look now, I baby. Know, bro. It's possible. Oh, man, dude. It's possible, bro. Fuck, that would be so... Dude, we'd have sick. to go to a game. We would oh, have to go it. to a I'd game. I'd drop it, bro. Yeah, same, I'd drop dude. it. Yes. Um, but all right. So that's Boxcar Racer. Check them out. Yeah. Some new singles. I don't know how you wouldn't be able to. Yeah, I know, to, right? But... New information. Um, And uh, check us out tell, on Facebook, Instagram. Tell Stevie's wrong about fucking Trash Boat Single. Go ahead. Yeah, tell Attack me I'm him. right. Tell <laughs> Attacking me. Yeah, go into my DMs. Tell me how beautiful my opinion is and how wrong yeah. i am and how much i suck and how you should feel amazing how i should feel uh yeah amazing but yeah go um go check out our instagram at empty space podcast oh shit i gotta show you something before we go oh <laughs> okay but anyhow yeah go check us out <laughs> go check us out instagram uh i gotta get back on the facebook again Steve. yeah yeah uh because i'm back baby we back <laughs> um so yeah, um, that's all we got, really. Cool. Um, yeah, just keep an eye out because we got some big stuff coming. Bing bang boom, some big stuff. See you later, alligator. Later, everyone. Yeah. I'm singing this for you, buddy, so we can send oh. it off. You know? Yeah, 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 You're yeah. So yeah. sexy. <laughs> <laughs> what an ending. Beautiful. Yeah. All right, what do you want to show me?